It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Snuggery along the Gulf Coast of Mexico, coming to you from the wilds of Pennsylvania, Tamar Jacobson. How are you doing, Tamar? I'm doing great. I wouldn't call Philadelphia the wilds. But no, probably not. <laughs> probably not really wild, is it? Well, depending on how you're defining wild. It was pretty wild on Sunday night with the Eagles. Were you were you out uh, turning over vehicles or partying no, it up? I was oh. wearing green, but I was sitting in my house. <laughs> Well, that's probably probably safer for everyone. You wouldn't want that to hit uh, hit the uh, social media. Have tomorrow out there flipping cars and and being <laughs> rowdy. That 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 just doesn't. That's not your brand. It really is not. <laughs> so, listeners, let's jump right into it. We're back with another early learning journey episode. Um, I'm the victim. I mean, the guest this time. <laughs> Um, look, I, I, I made it known that I was apprehensive about doing this. And then I had some listeners call me out because, uh, for, I don't know, 10 years on this podcast, I've been saying it's important to, to do the scary thing now and again, because it uh, makes life more interesting. And they're they're They, they called bullshit on me for saying I was too chicken to, to do this. So here I am, uh, doing this. So, um, Tavar, jump in, try not to make me cry. Um, let's talk about my <laughs> early learning journey I, you know jeff i think when people cry it's up to them oh okay well then there won't be any crying <laughs> happening <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to asking you about your life because i have kind of prodded a little bit every now and again but then you've always had this way of just like beaming at me like you're doing now and just putting <laughs> a stop to it <laughs> which i respect i respect um, I've, I've worked with children so long and with staff so long that you just can't force anybody to share what they don't want to share. And well, one I, I will, actually. I'll try to be a good guest and, and be revealing. So um, where you so, want to start? I, I, want to, I want to ask you what I, what I like to call, what was your baloney reason for uh, jumping into early childhood education. And when I say baloney, is I, I think that many of us are not conscious of why we choose the professions we choose. Uh, I it was a it was a complete accident. There you go. So tell us. I mean, why. I think well, I you know, I, I think if you if you go back to the series that we've done, I think for just about everybody, it's been it's been a, a, some sort of accident, or, or at least a lot of us. Um, why? Um, let's, let's let's focus on you. Okay. Okay. So, 
So <laughs> why why was it an accident? Why did you choose it? Why did I choose it? Uh, How did it happen? Um, I was working as a volunteer at as a community center while I was going to college. And uh, somebody said volunteering at this place would look good on on my resume. And so I started doing that. And it's an after school program and summer program. And and my job is like throwing Nerf balls at kids in the gym and that kind of stuff. And I, I really enjoyed it. But um, after a few years there, they started paying me and then they they started listening to me. And at some point, I suggested we open a a a child care center because the United Way had done a survey and there was need for child care in the community. And they said, oh, okay, go ahead and do that, Jeff. And I said, well, fuck, I don't know anything about early learning or opening a program, but okay. Um, and at the same time, I, all I had left on my degree pretty much was, uh, was a couple classes and student teaching. Um, and I ended up, dropping out of college to open a child care program because it sounded like more of an adventure. Sounded like that that scary thing. Um and that's kind of how it happened, I guess. So you were actually already enrolled in education classes, in fact? Well, yeah, I started mm, I, I I was I was gonna be a writer and a philosopher and you know I was taking bullshit classes, but then I decided I should have a <laughs> wait a second. What were the bullshit classes? I mean, writing and philosophy and history classes. I, I I was just kind of wandering around, and then it seemed like education might actually have a job attached to it at some point. Um, but the further I got into that, the 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 more apparent it came to me that I would not be able to function. I mean, I was I was all I was interested in, in elementary ed. I thought I'd be a I thought I'd be a kick-ass kindergartner, first grade teacher. But as I as I went through that, I realized that I would not be able to function in the structure of a a traditional school. I, I would have been I, I would have been the one called to the principal's office, and it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't have been pleasurable for me. So um, okay, the, so, open, so the opening the ch opening the child uh, opening the child care center was actually an escape hatch from from that probably. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of pieces to what you're talking about now. For example, how did you think of education? Who who suggested it to you? What had you seen that made you think, okay, well, I could earn a living this way instead of doing the bullshit classes? Uh, Does bullshit sound okay in my in my accent? Sure, sure. I, th I think it, sound, it sounds better. Um, I I truthful truthfully, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't remember. Uh -huh. Um, I, it, it just, just happened, I guess. Did you know, you when have, I, oh, go ahead. Did you have good, um, education experiences when you were young at school? Uh, no, I, I hated school. I, 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 it was, it was, I, I mean, I, they gave me good grades most of the time because I, I was good at taking tests and um good at sucking up to teachers um why but why I, did you suck up to teachers i guess because i was a suck up i don't i don't i don't know well, well hang on a minute what do you mean by being a suck up what, what you mean you behaved you have you you know look you're a foreigner but um have you ever seen it <laughs> i've been an american an citizen since 1996 
Okay, okay. So you're an American citizen since 1996. So you've seen an episode of of Leave It to Beaver, right? Yes. So I I kind of took on a Eddie Haskell persona. Why? That I, I don't know because I didn't have a personality of my own. Oh, you mean you you did that consciously? Uh, probably. Um, like in in early elementary school, I was um anxious and and unsure and then probably around fifth grade I started hanging out with this guy who wasn't any of those things and so I kind of grafted on a little bit of that personality um I think people do I don't think I'm the only one that's ever done that and uh that kind of helped me come out of my out of my anxious unsure shell and uh have a little bit more confidence in the world I think so when you when you say that you were a suck up, it, it it was that you felt like you had no personality and you were just being very good. Yeah, but I also knew that you know it was. It, were you scared it, of the teachers? Scared of the teachers? No, I was probably bored by them, and um, I thought the whole sucking up, doing the thing the teacher expected you to do, being the being the good kid was just a, a way to, it, it made the path through the uncomfortable journey of school a little bit easier. So school was uncomfortable because of anxiety? Uh, in part, yeah, I think so. And, and, and because I was bored. Bored. It, it was very rare that that what the teachers were interested in doing had any any connection to anything that I was interested in. Right. And yet you wanted to take education courses. So was Eventually. there no redeeming features about school? I, I mean, I'm sure there were. I learned how to read, I guess. I mean, that's probably, that's been helpful. Um, but teachers, were there any teachers that you liked? Teachers that I liked um, in the whole of school? Yeah. Probably a few. What were they like? Um, well, Fritz. In high school, uh, Fritz Bureau was uh, was in the English department. Never, I don't think I ever took a class from him, but he was in charge of the the student paper and the yearbook. Now, I wouldn't get involved with the yearbook because, I mean, uh, but uh, the idea. No, no, of hang being, on, explain that. What, what does that mean? What? Why? Why? I, I don't know. Those all seem to be nerdy theater kids. Um, uh -huh. I didn't want anything to do with that. Um, but this the school newspaper seemed to be a fun thing, and I ended up being part of that. And, and I mean, Fritz said, I mean, if you got your shit done, he was cool with it, and he'd write he'd write uh, passes to get out of study hall and go hang out in the newspaper room and work and and do that kind of stuff. So, so there was a, there was a lot of autom autonomy and freedom that came from uh from from being in his classes and uh and that was he sounded that was kind respectful of a... too hmm yeah yeah respectful. yeah yeah he he only i mean if if you if you get your stuff done and you were producing um he did what he could to to give you some freedom and some power and control over your life and that was that was kind of good and um he he would he he let me publish stuff that maybe other teachers wouldn't have wouldn't have liked um because like what well 
Okay, so I can't even remember what year it was. It was junior, sophomore, junior year in, in high school. And and for, for all of my high school career, we'd been we've had to had to pay like a like a five dollars a semester towel fee as part of um but but there's never a damn towel in the locker room. <laughs> and and so I did a a in-depth investigative article about where the fuck are the towels? Um, of course, I couldn't get I couldn't get by with any of that language. And right. and and Fritz was like, hey, yeah, this is this is funny. This is fun. And uh, and we published it. And then the paper came out and I got pulled out of like, I don't know, history class or something by the the head of the the physical education department, the, like the head coach, the, the coach of the varsity basketball team. I never exchanged two words with this dude in my life. And he he pulled me out of a class and and ripped me um, in the hallway for publishing this article. And um, I thought it was glorious. And uh, and and you he mean was you were like, proud. Yeah. And, and he was like, wanting a retraction or something. And, and I'm like, I don't think so. And Fritz had my back and that was kind of a, that's kind of a good fun thing. Yeah. And, so and, he... and then, and then I always had towels by my locker from then on. <laughs> so you've been a sort of social justice activist since you were young. Um, no, no, I, I would not. That is not language I would use to uh, describe myself. I've, I've been a, a what uh, uh, I I don't know that's you don't know what, what to call yourself uh, and yet, maybe maybe more of a trickster or coyote character I see so so let, let me see so it's the, it's the instigating that I wanted to do that's we're going what to I was sort of in. we're going to uh we're sort of I'm gonna peel the onion probe a little Jeff. bit about why the self-demeaning goes on because look you also told the the, co the community college that they needed a child care center so that's a kind of activism. And even though you didn't know how to do it or what to do, you did it. And you did it even by giving up your education to do it. Oh, I didn't give up. I, I don't think I gave up anything. I think I actually started my education because uh -huh. I, I, I mean, I, I had a couple good experiences in college, but I don't think anything I, anything that they tried to put in my head in that education department, um, I, I mean, it was, it was all, it, it, oh, I use index cards. They were really big on writing lesson plans and, and, and things on, on, uh, on five by six by five index cards or whatever it was and, and having your little file of, of, of all that bullshit. Um, so I, 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 I mean, I don't know. There are a couple of nice, I, I got arrested with a nun once and that was fun, but. Uh, um, you got arrested with a nun? A couple nuns. Yeah for doing what um trespassing on a military base for doing and why were you doing that uh, it was a protest of, i don't know it, it was like an anti-nuke protest or something and i thought it was fun. I, I, I mean i was there because it was a opportunity for a road trip um i see i see so, so that was just an opportunity for a road trip and you just felt like writing an article about the towels and the and opening up the childcare center was just a, sort of the last resort because you didn't want to study anymore. Well, it's kind of an instigator kind of thing. And then, um, uh, and then being concerned about children's right to play and doing childcare bar and, uh, bar and grill and um, opening up people's minds and making them aware of what's appropriate 
early childhood practice. These are all like, you know, just garbage things that you kind of do. You're saying that as if it's not true. It's not true. I think that you're very good at demeaning yourself. And I'd like well, to know well, why. Thank, you, thank so, you. So let's start with your early childhood now. All right. Who, who made you feel like you need to demean yourself? Who made me feel like I need to demean myself? Um, okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, yes, let's do what, it. What's the... Is it demeaning yourself to? Ha I, I think it's just more realistic because uh, we're we're living a world where where fuck if you take a if you take a good looking picture of your coffee and put it on Instagram you're a fucking hero. Um, I, I mean I mean people are are living that that life and every I, I well that's social okay, media, but, but yeah. the thing the things that you are doing are real, real things to help people. Well, I, I don't know if any of that is that is true. I don't know if any of that has actually happened. Uh, you know, each time you help an, one educator become a little bit more aware, you're helping 20 children at the same time, right there. So every time you work with, you, you, you develop a teacher to become aware of appropriate things to do with children or good things to do with children, Mm -hmm. they're helping tens of children and families so that's a big deal okay and that's what you do you do it through the bar and grill you do it through presentations you do it with cultivating relationships with people who will be helpful to teachers and so forth so that's what you do and and you started it off at the community college because they needed a child care center well, a community center, yeah, yeah, yeah. Center, right, community yeah. center, right. So, and at the same time, you're making out that, oh, well, you know, so why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great imitation of me. Thanks, Tamar, that was, <laughs> that was great. Somewhere along the line, you, you, you thought it's not good to take yourself seriously. I I don't know. Not I, that I think people should take themselves seriously all the time. I think it's good oh, okay. to have some, okay. some we, humor about ourselves. Okay. But, but, but your choices and the things that you do are so worthwhile. And somewhere along the line, you're either embarrassed about that or guilty about that or I don't know what it is. Well, I mean, maybe, well, it doesn't seem like, anything that I do is really work um, because I, I, I enjoy it too much. Almost. I, I, I almost feel guilty for ending up in, in this position where I, I guess good things happen um, to some degree, but it doesn't feel like I've worked really hard to make it happen. I mean, there, there's been effort. I mean, to, to open the child care center from scratch, we had to raise money, blah, blah, blah. Um, so there's been effort. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, but, you can make but, it. But, I, but none I've of it seems like work. Care center. I know the work that goes into that. Yeah, yeah. But but it didn't seem, it hasn't seemed like, like work. 
Um, so that does, I mean, I, I run into people, I mean, all the parents that went in and out of the childcare center that were going to real jobs where they were doing manual labor or, or emotional labor that was, uh, more high pressure and anxiety ridden. And all of those things seemed like real job, but I'm sitting around, I'm, I'm, you know, Putting fresh, loose parts in the sandbox. Um, so none of what I none of what I do has ever seemed like real work. And so oh maybe, dear, you know, I can tell I, there's a lot of early childhood people out there who would take great exception to that because we well, were hard yeah, early well, childhood. Well, well, sure, and but and it so doesn't did seem. You. It doesn't seem, but it doesn't. It does. It it's never felt like work. It's felt like I I. I I I hesitate to call it a calling that maybe what it is, but it it's just something that that I I enjoy all the pieces of it. And I, I mean, look, there's that that three and a half percent where you got to fire somebody or or whatever it is that that's not enjoyable. But as a whole, the last thirty years has been has been great fun, and I. I Probably feel and a little bit guilty work. about that. And hard work. I, 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 I don't know. So, so when people work hard, they've got to be suffering, is what you're saying? Well, I mean, a, a lot of people, a lot of people do. Well, a lot of people say that they're suffering. Well, they're well, well, sure, sure. Okay. That doesn't mean they're suffering, but that's a different story. Let's stay okay. with you. Okay. okay. So now I want to really know about your your early early childhood. What was your house, your home like? What was your family like when you were born? Uh, when I was born, um, I was very young then. Uh, my understanding, <laughs> my 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 you were dad. Born, so. Yeah, I was I was I was I was a newborn. Uh, my yeah. dad was um, freshly in the in the navy as a as a CB uh, uh, enlisted. Um, what is a CB? Um, th those are, um, Navy engineers. Uh -huh. Um, so, uh, he, it, my understanding is he, he enlisted. So he had some kind of choice because otherwise he was going to be drafted and he, he didn't want to end up on the ground in Vietnam, uh, shooting people. He, he preferred something else. So he, he became a, a Navy CB because, uh, there's a little bit, uh, not in the front lines being shot at, um, which didn't actually turn out to be true, but, uh, uh a little less shooting at you going on apparently there. So, um, I believe he so was when, in, well, go ahead. So when you were born, he wasn't at home. He, well, I mean, I think he was, he, he, it was like, right. The convergence of basic training. And so, uh -huh. um, he was, he was off to his year in Vietnam, Right, shortly after I was born, I don't recall. I mean, I've were there any siblings really... already, or were you the oldest? No, no, I'm the oldest. Okay, so and you, uh, then you... I think my 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 mom and I, I think we lived with my my paternal grandparents for that time that uh, that he was deployed, and then he came back, and they had an apartment and, how old and a were house. You? And how old were you when he came back? Uh, probably eighteen months, two ish. Uh -huh. I mean, un under under two and a half. Uh-huh. And were there any siblings by then? Um, my my sister's about a year and a half younger than me. Uh-huh. So he, he came up. home in between. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. I hope it was him. I think it was Apparently. him as far as I as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think he was at basic training when I was born and then he he came home and then got deployed, you know, whatever that timeline was. But right. yeah. And so when he I, came back, uh-huh. What happened? 
I, I don't know. I'm two and a half. I don't, I mean, we lived, um, a, a few years. I, I don't remember a lot of early childhood right. stuff. But what you were told. Um, yeah. Um, I, I've never really asked. Um, oh, that's a good thing. I, I mean, doing. around five, around five, my parents, they decided, um, that they were going to become foster parents. Um, oh. and, and so that happened. Why um, did they need the money? I don't really understand why. I think they, I think they, I think they were mostly doing it for altruistic reasons. I think uh -huh. there were kids out there that needed a place and uh -huh, they uh -huh. wanted to be a place. Okay. So um, here, so here, here's your father not wanting to shoot people and not be on the front line. And here they are altruistically fostering children when you're yeah. five. Okay. So we're getting a bit of a picture of your family. Um, and so how was that for you when they fostered children? Um, well, like everything else, good and bad. Um, I mean, so, they so tell us what's the good and what's the bad. Yeah. Um, the good is, um, interesting people, uh, showing up and playing. Um, the bad is interesting people, uh, showing up and playing and taking away some of the attention and, uh, and all of that. So, um, but even so they, e the children lived with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was like foster parenting. Yeah. So they were, they were, they were there. And, um, I mean, sometimes it was an overnight or a two or three day thing. And sometimes it was, was, was years long. Uh -huh. Um, and I remember, I remember like I'm six or seven and infants showing up in the, in the middle of the night back in, this is still cloth diaper days. Um, and with, with, with the diaper pins, like rusted on their, on their, on their diapers. And, um, that was, and, and so I got the sense of, yeah, that's, that's, that's good that they're here because they're not, they're not wherever, whatever happened to them happened anymore. And that was that was kind yeah. of a good feeling, and but but again, having the uh, the having to share the attention. Um, I mean, the sister came along, and that 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 required sharing some of it. But then all these other kids, it seemed to seemed to require a lot of that. And um, as and what a was, what were your oh, parents like in in terms of disciplining disciplining you? Um, in terms of disciplining, I I think I got sent to my room a lot. Uh -huh. I think that was mostly it. Mostly it. I think I got I, I there's uh, got spanked a couple times. I think it was mostly threats of spanking. Um, and I think what whatever kind that of happened, spanking? I just uh, a hand on my on my butt, kind of yeah. spanking. And, and for what? For I don't even recall. I mean, I probably, I mean, kid stuff. Whatever. Uh, for what? Probably they were stressed out. And at the end of the no, I mean, or, so what did you do that caused? Well, that? yeah, what I did, I I did kid stuff, like and what? I I mean, just I I I I don't know, but um, so you don't know, you know why they hit you? Well, I yeah, I do. I was trying to tell you because they were stressed and frustrated and, no, no, and angry no, no. and had I mean, no other choices. No, no, I'm but, not talking and, about. And I did something that triggered that. I'm that's, not talking that's about the why. why they hit you. I'm I'm talking about. What did you do that prompted them to hit you? I, I mean, kid stuff, being being a five or six or eight-year-old or whatever. What does that mean? Did you answer them back? Did you hurt somebody? Did you throw something? Did you shout? Probably, I mean, probably all of those things. And it uh -huh. didn't. Ha it, it's not something that happened very often, but right. it so, happened so once in a while. it's not something that you remember. 
No, yeah, yeah. It's specifically. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, oh, it's Tuesday at eighteen eight 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 a.m. Right. time to get. Yeah, it was a it was a very rare thing, and and again, yeah, because, I because you know sometimes somebody might might remember. You know, I I hit my. I hit my cousin and my mother slapped my face when I did that. So sometimes they remember exactly why that happened, but you don't have a memory of that. I have one memory of that. What is that? Um, my mom and I were driving. I was sitting in the front seat. Um, we were, I don't even know where we were going, whatever, but apparently I said something mouthy. She, uh, she backhanded me. Um, and, and, <laughs> and knocked the tooth out because it was just one of those, it was just dangling by its last root. I mean, it was, just, it, it would have fallen out if I, if I exhaled, um, forcefully, um, later in the day. And, and, and she felt horrible. And, and for years I held it over her as uh, remember the time you hit me and knocked my tooth out. Um, and, and I'm sure I was, I was being, I mean, look, um, you probably haven't noticed this about me tomorrow, but I can be a bit of a smart ass. Um, yeah, I have noticed. I think you're covering up all sorts of things, but that's something else. <laughs> okay, what? I don't know. That's what I'm trying oh, to find okay. out. <laughs> but well. I, I'm not sensing that you were particularly frightened of them. No, no, not at all. So why were you anxious in school? Um, well, I I think school was a brand new thing to me. Um, I, I mean, I was at home my first five years, and then they sent me off to this this room with all these other kids and I don't know any of them. And, and I, I didn't know how to exist there because it was, it was brand new um, uh -huh. and alien to, to my, my life and, and interests. And, um, and yet, you know, you had grown up for five years with other children. So you had a lot of access to different. Yeah. But they very rarely were they my age, usually younger and, um, and and that was that was home. That was in my environment. That was where I was comfortable. That wasn't in this this alien world where where you you had to do this at this time, and then half an hour later you go do this other thing. And and uh, did you did you help your parents with the children? Oh sure. I mean yeah. Like like how? Um, I mean, I was I was babysitting when I was eight and nine years old because that's the seventies. I mean that that happened then. Um, changing diapers, helping you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was I was good at it and and liked it. So um, you've been doing early childhood since you're eight. Oh sure, sure yeah. So it's not quite an accident. Well, I mean it's yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't know maybe. <laughs> So, you know, I'm interested. You have this really terrific childhood with these parents who bring in these foster children and you're helping them. You're a bit anxious at school because it's a kind of new environment. Why were you so scared that I'm going to make you cry? What, what What's there to cry about? And also, oh. you love work and it's been such a breeze. Life has been such a happy breeze. And, you know, what are you scared of crying about? Um, nothing really tomorrow. No, um, come on, Jeff. Just kind of, kind of giving you a hard time for being such a I tyrant. Think you are. I think you're holding back. I okay. Ask me. I mean, what do you want to know? 
was I, 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 there's a kind of disconnect between feeling so relaxed at home and this and that and not frightened of anybody and then going to school and, and you're and you're anxious and you and you're very good you call yourself a suck up to the teachers that's been that most most of the time I was I got kicked out of class every once in a while but that was more of the 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 Eddie Haskell type things and and because I didn't understand what was going on often and I mean as we get as we get as I get older I mean fourth grade um between third and were fourth any grade lovely, okay. were there any lovely teachers when you were young no you can't remember any I, I can't I can't remember the I I I I I can't remember the names of any of them. I don't remember uh -huh. what any of them looked like. It, they're they're all just a blur and none of it. I mean, I, I remember some were more horrible than others. Right. And and when you say horrible, what what did they do? Like punish? Well, I mean, Miss Lamb, my third grade teacher, must have been ninety five. I I, I mean, <laughs> maybe not 45. quite ninety. Maybe probably forty five. No, we she she'd been teaching for our. She retired at the end of our year. Okay. I mean, she had been. I mean, she. I mean, General Grant was probably one of her students, um, <laughs> but um, she she was. I, I I don't know. We didn't we didn't really get along. Um, I I got I got you, in trouble. You didn't get along. We didn't get along. <laughs> You mean she didn't like you? I don't know if she didn't like me. We just didn't get uh, if if she. I, I mean, I didn't like her. I I don't don't know what her feelings about me were. Um, she why, di why didn't you like her? Um, recess got taken away quite a few times because I couldn't learn the directions. Which directions? I mean, the cardinal directions: north, south, east, and west. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was having a hard time with that in third grade, and uh, and so I I, I lost recess uh, for for that. Um, if you were and, like this as a kid, I would have just adored you as your teacher. <laughs> well, I mean, what's not to adore? But um, it didn't it didn't really go over well. I mean, I got kicked out. I get in third grade, a different teacher, art teacher, you know, the art teacher would come in once a week or once every two weeks and do some, some crappy process or uh, product focused art, art project. And, and uh, right. um, uh, there's this one girl, she always won art class because she made the thing that looked most like the, uh, the, the teachers and, and we're supposed to draw a tree. Right. And, right. and I was drawing, I was drawing the tree from my from my backyard this maple tree that i spent hours playing with my my tonka trucks and my hot wheels under and digging and everything and uh, and this tree this tree had a bulge in it because a branch had come off and then it scarred over um right. and and i got kicked out of art class because i drew because the she she spent 20 minutes explaining to us the trees are wider at the bases and as they get as you get further up they get narrower and narrower and and i called i didn't say bullshit but i called bullshit on that because there's a tree in my yard that that's narrow and then it gets wider because of the scar on where the break and and then it gets narrow again and i drew that tree and because i didn't draw my tree right i got kicked out of the fucking art class and yeah. uh man you were too smart for them I, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, there, there are children that are smart like that and, and, and t teachers just keep trying to put them in a box.
Yeah. Um, fourth grade, I, I did get put in a box. And if you're looking for childhood trauma, I got some for you. Um, at least it felt like it at the time. Um, between third and fourth grade, my parents decided they were going to, we're going to move about half an hour away and they were going to um, run a, a group home on a, uh, on the Winnebago uh, reservation. Um, and, and we did that. And so there I'm transported again, transported again out of my, my, my safety zone into So we're living in a new place. I've got, there's all these other kids around um, at, at school, school of, I don't know, six, seven, 800, maybe a thousand kids. Um, I'm one of like uh, three white kids um me and my sister and and uh some other kid get another jeff um so two and uh and and we were there for about a year um and that was that was a different box that was a different experience um and again good good and bad i, I um looking back at it, it was a it was a chance to experience being being an outsider being different um, yeah. and at the time, not really enjoyable, but reflecting on it, um, probably a good experience. Um, well, if it wasn't enjoyable, it doesn't sound good. Well, I think, I think there are all kinds of experiences that are not enjoyable that end up being, being good. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you're using the expression good, you mean that you learned from it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an experience that it was, wasn't comfortable for you, but you learned. Yeah, it was it. uncomfortable, but Got but it. worth having. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't have said that in the moment, right? But uh, right. but um, in the long long run, it was. I and I, I was absolutely miserable. And um, uh, could you talk uh, about it with your family? It well, I tried, but it was probably mostly in me throwing fits and having outbursts. But um. Um, and I mean, they knew I was miserable. Um, what, one of the sweetest things I remember my dad ever doing, and he was, I mean, he was just a sweet, gentle guy. Um, one Friday afternoon, I get home from school and, uh, my, my best friend from back home, kid I'd run around with for years that it, it was a, a torment to, to leave was, uh, there at the house waiting for me. Um, he, my, my dad had, I mean, and and look, he's he 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 wasn't a real people person, but he he'd gone to town and got a hold of this kid's parents and and arranged to sleep over and went into town and picked him up and and brought him out to uh to hang out for the weekend and stuff. And that was that was that was a a a wonderful touching thing. And um that's this kind of a warm, fuzzy memory. Um Yeah, but you had started to tell us about that fourth grade teacher and you said you were literally put in a box. Well, I mean, the the box of being being this outsider kid put into this new community, and and so that's that's the box I was talking about being okay. being transported into this new environment. I see. And the fourth grade teacher, how how was the fourth she? grade teacher? I mean, it was the fourth grade teacher. It was the fourth grade experience. I I, I, I I don't remember the teacher. I I think I was I was I was put in speech therapy. Um, because probably they needed a white kid in speech therapy because they got more government money or I, you know, the school schools, schools put kids in programs because of the cash flow. Um, I, because I, I think my speech was, was okay. Um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. but, 
I, 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 I don't know. Um, were you, were you still getting good grades? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't have any report cards. Say I can't prove it, um, but, uh, but, but, but your memory, your memory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I mean, they probably suffered a little bit that year because of, but um, yeah, because? I don't think that it, because I mean, just because of the transition um, here I am, you're, you're in a, in a new state, in a new right. community and a new school it's right. just just that kind of thing um and then as and you were we, as, there only for a year yeah because um as as i was finally starting to settle in um my my younger brother came along who um was a real surprise since my uh, mom had a, had a tubal ligation um uh, wow. a, a couple years before before that and um because having one more kid um it, it they just couldn't go on being it was one more kid in the environment or whatever of the group home and so it was okay if they had two kids of their own but three made that not a thing so we moved we moved back to our our house in Iowa um mm. which so um he's what 10 years younger than me or something um and so, what, I mean, for me, it was great to get to go back to my house, get to go back to my neighborhood, get to go back to my school, get to go back to my tree. Um, mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was all, all, all good then. So um, that happened. So it was. Uh, so are you, are you close to that younger brother? No, I'm not close to. Oh, we've got, we've got at least six siblings we haven't got to yet. Um, no, I'm not close to any of them. Six siblings. Yeah. Okay. So could you tell me what you mean by that? I mean, a few years after that, when I was in, I don't know, sixth, seventh grade middle school, they decided they were going to adopt. Well, no. Okay. Oh, we forgot about her. Um, so <laughs> oh sometime after this, it must've been around fifth grade. Um, there we'd had this foster baby with us for a while and, uh, mom, no father in, in the picture and mom, for mental health reasons, um, essentially, uh, care or parental rights got terminated and little girl was put up for adoption and my, my parents decided to adopt her. And, uh, so I think for like my 10th or 11th birthday is the day the, the adoption was finalized. So I got a, got a new sister for my birthday and I, I've been taking care of her and helping with her since she had been a baby. And, and, and so that happened. So she was, she would be sibling number three, um, happened mm -hmm. around then. And then mm -hmm. a few years after that, they um sibling sibling number two, right? Your sister, then this baby. No, my sister, and then the unexpected brother. Right. And now and the, then baby. the baby. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And then a few years after that, they they decided they were going to adopt again. And um it ended up being a sibling group of four African American kids from West Virginia that they'd never met before. Um, and they adopted them? And they adopted them. How old were you? Uh, I was sixth or seventh grade, whatever age that is, 12. 12-ish? Ish, yeah. So you've left home already. <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Too many kids. Pretty much. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, um, when a state is trying to unload children they have responsibility for, um, they're, they, at least back in the day, they weren't always 
um, really clear about everything that was going on with those kids that might be beneficial to beneficial to know. Mm. And um, so, I mean, there was fetal alcohol stuff. Uh, the two youngest ones, um, had, they'd never held crayons before. Um, it, I mean, it was a horror show and, and continued to be for, for, for years for my parents and anybody, anybody in the neighborhood, apparently, because it was, it was rough. Um, are they still in your family? Are they still in my family? Well, my family is myself and Tasha and the dogs. Um, I get it. So I, I have no contact with any of them. And then, um, oh, then there's two more. Tell me about them. Um, one of that sibling group of four years later, she uh, she was a little bit promiscuous and ended up having a baby and then another baby and then her parental rights were terminated and my parents so adopt adopted them. So I've got I've got two brothers that are technically my nephews. Um and 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 then like within six months after the adoption was finalized, uh by the the lung cancer got my dad. So that was oh. yeah, that was a little bit tough for 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 um my mom i guess and you were um, where were you where was i i was pretty much grown up and and moved on by by then on. but well is your yeah. mother is your mother still alive i don't know you don't have contact with your family um no not really why uh drama you got the hell out of there i it, um eventually yeah. Um, just, it, it, there is just too much drama. Yeah. And, um, this is Tasha, a very sad story, Jeff. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, they're sadder. No, I know. But, but yeah, I mean, and that's my perspective it's your on story. things. It's yeah. your story. And in, in a way, their, their kindness, I'm putting that in quotation marks by taking in all these children, which is very kind. It it also takes away your right to a family. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's painful. Yeah. That's painful. Sure. And it's it's um in stages painful because you start off with the, you know, your family and then you're kind of losing them bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. And losing, it's a, it's like a 20 year process. Yeah. 20 I'm plus losing, year process losing the security bit by bit by bit i'm beginning to understand the anxiety of your early years yeah I, I, and i mean and and it really maybe it wasn't so much the i mean look the the early years it was just i'm unsure of myself and i don't know how to be in the world because i'm six um and i think a lot of kids have that um for for me it was it was like the middle school years and the high school years that 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 separation started happening a lot more because uh you know i i just you know i just kind of did my own thing because um i mean my mom and dad they were dealing with all the drama of this other situation they created for themselves that i was just kind of i was kind of an auxiliary and so i was kind of kind of made myself as self efficient as i could in other as words, as I well, I mean, we have to call it as it is, Jeff. You were neglected. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, we could probably define it that way. Yeah, sure. I didn't see it that way. No, no. Yeah. I mean, emotionally, because you got clothed and fed and so yeah. forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. You deserved more than that. Well, see. But see, that's yeah. why you're doing it for others. Every yeah, time you well, do that, well, sure. you're I mean, yourself. Yeah, sure. And I don't look at it. I mean, it was. Look, there's so much miserable shit going on in the world. Um, oh, but we're not I, I talking about the world now. We're talking about you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, but my whole my whole thing is I, I I prefer to kind of step back and have a have a broader broader view of things, and and that's the view I have. And 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 look, maybe that's my safety net. I'm I'm totally I'm totally uh fine if if that's what it is. But um, and so then now you've left home. And you've opened a childcare center. And when do you meet Tasha? Oh, she picked me up in 1986. Um, she picked uh, you up? July 15th, 1986. How did she pick you up? In a pickup truck? Um, no, we. I, I spent, I was supposed to be going to driver's ed that summer. Um, I mean, this is my, the summer between my, my junior and senior year of high school, I think it was, um, I was supposed to be going to driver's ed, but the, uh, the public swimming pool was between my house and the, the classroom. And I started hanging out at the pool instead, because there were a lot of, a pretty young 1986 girls hanging out there with the, uh, with the <laughs> hair and everything. And it was delightful. And, um, and then one day there's this What's the uh, hair. Could you explain? Oh, the, you know, the Madonna hair, the, the, <laughs> I mean, they spent a lot of time on their hair back then. Um, the crunchy, <laughs> the crunchy bangs and everything. Um, I don't know. I've got white curls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, back in the day though. Um, <laughs> and so one day there's this, uh, there's this blonde, I, I, I knew from school, from seeing her, but not, I didn't really know her. And she's, she's sitting there and she's alone and she's, she's wearing a, a purple one piece, uh, ocean Pacific swimsuit. And she's got on the black Wayfarer glasses and the blonde hair. And she's sitting there reading a book. And, um, I, I got this, uh, I got one of my minion, this, this, like, this like kid, he's like eight or nine year old. I told him go over the drinking fountain and get a mouthful of water and go spit it on that girl. <laughs> and, um, and so he he does this, and he gets to her. He's he's the, his 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 cheeks are all bulged out with water, as he walks up to her. And uh, I'll never forget. She lowers the sunglasses and shakes her head, and uh, and he spits out the water next to her, not on her. And uh, and then he ends up pointing over at me, mm -hmm. and I and I go over and um and uh, we start talking and uh, and we get in the pool and we start talking some more and. And about I don't know forty five minutes later, she she gives me this uh, this sweet little kiss, and uh -huh. um, and she picked me up. Ah, oh, lovely! Um, so you've been and, with her for a long time. For a long, long time, and um, and uh, it's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Um, and I, I look, I mean, we were high schoolers. There have been breakups and and stormy right. moments and everything, but I mean, right. pretty much we we've been. We've been together since then. And how many children have you had? Two. Where are they? Um, 
living their lives. They also got the hell out like you did? Um, yeah, kind of. Why? Um, well, my my son is um how much detail? Um, well, only what you want. He he there's mental health and uh and drug abuse stuff going on with him and he he hasn't hit rock bottom yet and uh -huh. um he's made a lot of those choices and it's been heartbreaking. Right. Um then uh a few years ago my my daughter just kind of uh kind of ghosted us um and we thought we'd had good relationships with her and and um and uh well, I haven't haven't seen her for a couple of years now and um part of me wants to be heartbroken over that but part of me was like um you know her life her choice so well you you kind of understand that from your own life yeah that, and i mean i that I, people I, make their own lives. look I, I i was the role model for it right um in a way but oh, yeah I, I, I mean you didn't take in foster children did you no <laughs> but i I'm, i sh i sure put in a lot of hours working with other kids other people's children and 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 look back in when we were we were running the i mean most of my my center director days before we got to family child care um tasha was tasha was my my assistant director for most of that time and then we did family child care and and our kids were always with us when they were little they they grew up in the program and they were homeschooled but again they ended up having to having to share um with all those other responsibilities but they were homeschooled yeah oh that's great well, I mean, so it goes back to my my horrible school experiences. I'm not sure it was great for them, but it's what oh. I thought was right. Why do you think they didn't like it? I'm, I'm not sure they didn't like it, but um, <laughs> I'm mean, not do also you have proof. I, I mean, no. I, I mean, they 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 could have they they might have got along fine in the school system, but the reason we homeschooled is because I had such bad experience in school. That's the reason that decision was made. Um. So what did Tasha think? Oh, she, I mean, look, she, um, she was ready to, uh, move on from her family a lot sooner than I was ready to move on from mine. And so, uh, we were kind of, uh, simpatico on that. And, it's um, like, it's like two orphans who found each other. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. We've, we've, but it's, you've helped a lot of us. other children and teachers along the way. Yeah, theoretically, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I could I, I probably have record of it someplace. Somebody's probably said, hey, yeah, thanks for that. So yeah, that's true. And then are we gonna try um, to wrap I can this say, up? I can oh, say thanks for that. Oh well, mm. well, I, I don't know what I did for you, but sure. Are you um, kidding? Um you kind yeah. of put me out there. Oh, you are already out there. I uh, sent you a Facebook message. <laughs> but you're very famous, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't think that is true. Um, uh, you know, a professor friend of mine in Texas <clears throat> sent me a, um, a link to one of your, your sessions. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was because my name had been mentioned in it. <laughs> Well, see, you're the famous but the one. But the fact yeah. is, the fact is, he was listening to it. So all oh. kinds of people are listening. Oh, that's nice. Um, are we going to try to wrap this up in the next six minutes? 
Oh, really? Is that what we've got here? Yeah, we're 54 minutes in. How are you doing? How am I doing? Mm -hmm. I'm out of tea, but I'm cool. You're cool. Which part so far has been the hardest for you to talk about? Which part's been the hardest for me to talk about? Um, I mean, was there a point that you sort of got agitated with me? Like, stop asking me this. I don't think so. I mean, okay. did I did I appear so? No, no, no. It's just okay, a question no. I'm asking you. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Um, Which part has been the hardest so far? Has been the hardest to talk about or the hardest yeah. of the journey? Um, I mean, oh, that, that, either way. Either way, maybe it's both together. Maybe it's probably both together. Year. I mean, that that whole whole. I mean, all those adoptions and all those extra kids and 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 really the the heartbreak it put my parents through. Um, I I mean, I could tell story for uh, stories for hours about the the collateral damage of those adoptions on on everybody's lives, but I I want to respect their privacy enough to not not to go into that but it was right. it, it was right. i mean they ended up having to file bankruptcy because of of one dumb thing one of the kids did that that was about a three and a half minute experience um so i mean did you have when you were talking about it did you have any feelings of anger towards your parents for doing that like no you know, i probably i probably have right like, but, I mean, for God's sake, guys, can't you understand that this can cause a problem? No, no, no. because I think, I mean, you understand look, their, their intentions were, their intentions were good. Yeah. And I mean, it it's hard. I think it's hard to be upset about the outcomes of good intentions maybe all right I, and again maybe that's just me building walls around it or or justifying right. it or, or whatever but well you know we do that i think to get through stuff that well, is well, hard well, sure sometimes. sure it's protective yeah yeah um it's interesting to me though that in a way you've you haven't continued in their way because you haven't adopted all these children but you've cared about other people's children yeah, we we actually actually at one point when our kids were a little bit older, we 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 thought about becoming foster parents, and uh, in Iowa at the time there was like a forty hour class you had to take or something, and uh, I made it through the first session, um, and the the instructor was intolerable, um, and not 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 that not the information that she was presenting, but just she was so bad at it. There was no way I could sit through another 32 hours of that or whatever it was going to be. And so we gave that up. Are you pleased? That we gave it up? Absolutely. Good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's, I think it's admirable people who do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but it's not for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one does have to take into consideration one's own family and how it would affect them. Yep. Except that you learned about those rusty diaper pins. Yeah. What 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 more would you would you like us to talk about? Because maybe we could do another even half a session. Would well, you like I mean, to talk more about your own family and your children, or not at all? I think for their privacy, we don't need to talk about them. Um, you know, we had some good experiences right in the uh, 
right in the child care center. I did that for 16 years. Uh, then we did family child care for a little bit over 10 years. And I got to write well, some books in there. That would be good to talk about. That would be good to talk about. Yeah. Let's do let's do another session. It doesn't have to be a full hour if you don't want, and talk about those days when you were actively doing childcare. Okay. Because as far as I'm concerned, you've been doing it since you're born. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. That those those will be um more fun things to talk about. I don't know for I don't know about more fun for listeners, but more fun for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This hasn't tough. this hasn't this hasn't been miserable, but it's been uncomfortable. But um, has it been a little bit uncomfortable? Oh no, it's been very uncomfortable. Um, oh good, good. I'm gotta, glad to hear it. You got to do the scary thing once in a while because uh, if yeah. you if you if you go if you if you talk about doing the scary thing once in a while on your on your podcast for ten years, then you actually have to have to do it. So uh, so well, you know I, what I think it shows is actually. <laughs> Just what a, a a beautiful person you are, Jeff. Really, and I know you don't like to hear that kind of that thing. That makes me that makes me very uncomfortable. I know, but you know you've been through a lot, and um, but you pay it forward and you contribute. On the other hand, it's not like you sort of oh my god and then just went in the opposite direction. You you've been taking care of children and teachers of children all your life, actually. Uh, so. Uh, you're a pretty beautiful guy. Well, would you like to make me more uncomfortable? Um, well, I could, <laughs> I could try, but <laughs> I understand that that's difficult for you. But you've done a lot, and well, I, and I and I, and I don't know, too. I don't know why that I don't I don't really know why that is, but it, it, I mean, I mean, it is. I don't know. And, you know, children who've been emotionally neglected—I'm one of them—find um, it very hard when other people um, admire them because they've been emotionally neglected. And when we were emotionally neglected as children, it made us value less. Um, so that, you know, when somebody really values us, it's like, oh, I get that. I get yeah. that. I do get that. But I thought I, I thought I should throw it out there. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I hey, listeners. Oh, being uncomfortable <laughs> tells a story and... Your getting into childcare was no accident, kiddo. This has been the Childcare Bar and Girl podcast. Back soon. Thanks for listening. Um, hey, listeners, uh, send us send me a message on the uh, on the text message line or the uh, the voicemail line. It's in the show notes. I haven't memorized it yet. But uh, any thoughts? Also, any people you think we should uh, interview on on our on our series of early learning journeys? I'd like to get some names. I've I've reached out for to a couple people and uh, and they've been reluctant because they didn't think they were fur far, far enough into their journeys yet. Um, but, uh, look, if you are somebody or know somebody that, uh, we should interview in, in this series, um, hit me up, let me know back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.